This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. We should be getting new Boink music this week, too. It'll probably happen... Like It'll probably happen as soon as we like, finish recording this, and then we're going to have to like just get rid of it. Yeah, you know? that always happens. In true take-off-your-pants-and-podcast fashion, Mike and Ryan recorded this episode moments before Blink-182 released Misery, their new single off the California Deluxe album. While Misery will be discussed next episode, this episode is a deep dive into some of your listener questions. Topics include fashion choices from high school, do you think you owned uh, all Vans shoes? Uh, in Macbeths. Oh, in Macbeth. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Mike and Ryan also do their best to alienate their fine listeners in the UK. Oh, man, can we bring that back? Like, super anti-British uh, sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking red coats. Lobster backs. <laughs> Lobster <laughs> The show wraps up with the hit single, Damn It, Devin, by Denver-based band Bad Nostalgia. Sit back, relax, put on a pair of those old vans, and don't forget to take your pants off. Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. And today we're going to talk about Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we are. A bit more specifically, uh, it's going to be a bit of a mailbag episode today. Uh, we looked into the mailbag today and realized it was like letters were just falling out. Like yeah. it's it's a problem. So yeah, we're going to address some things. We're going to finally look into our mailbox and see what what what's in there. <laughs> yeah, it was quite full and uh, i'm excited to go through before we do that so ryan how has the apparently divisive song parking lot been sitting with you these last uh it's about a week or so now i think it's been two two weeks it's good i still play it every once in a while you know it's in my uh 2017 faves list so far and now that now that the dust has settled do you do you feel um how do you feel kind of overall about where the track fits in with California or does it not fit in with that? I think it does. I think it fits really well and it's almost uh, some of, I still think that some of the ideas they've it kind of clicked with the song that they were trying to do with California in my opinion. Yeah, which which ideas do you think kind of clicked in this one? Um I think just like songwriting wise, making uh Mark and Matt seem cohesive mm-hmm. and uh the themes and uh, I thought the guitars were maybe turned up a notch. Yeah, and just we kind of stuff we covered, but just yeah. kind of feels um, it feels like a solid track for kind of like a nice, fun little song. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I think like to me that kind of upon upon reflection, uh, I feel like when when California came out, you know, there it's so varied and there's so many different kind of sounding things, like from Los Angeles to sober to home is such a lonely place to cynical those are all like very different songs and cynical was one that stood out to me as like i hope they go down that road a little bit more Mm -hmm. and i think this is um i don't know if the deluxe edition is going to be like it but at least this song to me seems like another one of those yeah kind of things yeah that's cool the i mean we'll probably get into parking lot again later in from the mailbag but oh it's yeah i think i think it's going to come up again (laughs) but it was cool like I, i i dig it and um I, I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday night of, uh, was it the 28th or 29th? And um, 
I saw a tweet. I don't know who it was. It was some Blink-182 Twitter thing said something that we should be getting new Blink music this week, too. And I yeah, I Saturday, I think uh, there might be a song that appears. You think on the Saturday? I think it's just it, what I, that's what the I've heard on the internet. Uh, <laughs> probably before that, it probably happened like It'll probably happened as soon as we after, like finish recording this, and then we're gonna have to like just get rid of it. Yeah, you know, that like, always happens. Like that happened when we first came back. That they like, got back. They did, didn't they? Did they? They break up? Didn't they break up when we recorded? Oh yeah, uh, we recorded maybe an episode that that you know if we still have it laying around. Yeah, somewhere. we have an unreleased zero episode that we record we recorded and then spent a while to to get. I think it was a Cheshire Cat retrospective. Yeah, well, first this podcast originally was going to be just like like a mini cast of just yeah. like we're going to do an episode on every every Blink, Blink album. album. Yeah, and just like a mini run. And uh, yeah, we did an episode and we were like, the idea then, since it was just a mini thing, was to make them a little bit more like heavily produced and we were spending time on it and then Blink broke up <laughs> and it just seemed really like, we can't just like, no, yeah, it was like, want, like, yeah, it was let's like, let's hear about Cheshire Cat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we can't release this episode mm-hmm. after not, and not like talk about I remember you up. like specifically telling me like, we can't release it and not address it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it was like a huge like a thing but it we ended up not coming back for a year though it was like a whole yeah year. it really tore us apart uh <laughs> we didn't even speak for that year I don't, think. I don't think so either but maybe down the line maybe we'll put that out you know yeah. last episode or something if, it, if we if you have it somewhere on your hard drive yeah but. it's around it's around for sure <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but we we ended up we haven't done a cheshire cat episode with the, the redo of or the no no we need to get back to those but yeah yeah i mean they're like well the, we'll definitely um like it's something you know i kind of always have in the back of my mind trying to figure out what to do is you know these there are these albums but <laughs> i feel like we need to to and, and i think we have like when we have done them in the past like we did neighborhoods um and we did some. We green... don't need to whisper. Yeah, we don't need to whisper. Is that the only two like kind of retrospects? Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. So yeah, we have. Um... We, we're due for another one. I think <laughs> we should do another. Yeah, one. Yeah. So if you haven't seen those, there's a playlist on the on SoundCloud of the two retrospect. In fact, uh, you know, let us know if, if there's a specific one that that uh, you think you'd like to hear us uh, do next. Let us know. You know, we'll yeah. not one of these gonna... days we'll get to it. Yeah, and uh, it might be might be interesting. Um, to hear what what you guys would like to hear us talk about. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Because at one point we were gonna kind go of all down up for grabs. Line. I mean, the side projects and the bing, all their bands, all their albums and EPs. Yeah, I think it needs to be a Blink one since we've done. We don't need to whisper. And uh, next, it needs to be one of the Blink ones. We can't just keep doing like <laughs> the do a transplants one next. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'd be down for down for another one. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> well, so so I'm glad that parking lot is is sitting well, uh, well with you. It is. There is something that has not been sitting well. Mm. Um, What's it, that? It's affecting uh, someone we know in a spaceship. Oh. Uh, okay. I think uh, since we're gonna have this big mailbag, I think we might as well check in a little early with with. Uh, with our guy up let's, there. Let's take a peek. Let's see what's up with Tom. Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know what's up with Tom. So Tom is having some problems. Is uh, he? I don't know if you uh, follow his Instagram. 
Um, he I have, but I sometimes miss it. So he's he's uh making strange, strange times the movie right now. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if that's what this this is in relation to, but I it's involving a red camera. He's having an issue with a red camera okay um red camera if you're not familiar ryan you, you want to tell the listeners <laughs> what the red the red camera it's is. like the probably one of the most popular digital cameras out there right now like is it, it one like of the first like is it like has it like over the last like few years kind of become like even bigger than it was before yeah i'd say so they're the thing is like digital camera prices have gone down a lot so here, it's here, not hard it's not as uh it used to be like you know, ten thousand dollars for one of these cameras, but now you can get one for like, you know, maybe like five or something. Only five thousand, or a couple thousand dollars. But so they're it's, it's like the the the, the they're um, professional, but not like one like you, do, you don't have to be Spielberg. Well, they shoot level. like major movies on them and stuff. But the thing is, the yeah. parts that the the thing is, the camera body itself isn't a lot of money. What costs a lot of money is all the attachments and like your your lenses and your the like, attachments you say because there's just tons of attachments. Well, it. it sounds like that's what's causing the issue here. <laughs> So he posted a uh, a picture of a red camera with a display, uh, and it's just in his office. It looks like from the other pictures he posted, this is on his desk, mm-hmm. and it says, trying to make two displays work at the same time. Well, this damn module seems to hate that idea, but that's what you were made for. Damn you. Plus one, exclamation mark. <laughs> So uh, so he's complaining about this. Is, is it like um, hopes on Instagram? Trouble on set. Reddit. Oh, okay. Trouble on set is what. Oh, oh, I don't know what the no the or the the title of it. The that's caption. A, yeah, that's his caption. Wow. So he wants two monitors to work. So he has the body. He has the battery attachment in the back. He has the lens. Oh wow! You know all the attachments. Do you know that? Can you maybe diagnose the problem? Can you can you live diag- troubleshoot the red? It's a red dragon. So that's pretty intense. Um, red dragon. So what's the difference between the red and the red dragon? <laughs> well, there's like different models of. Well, you gotta get the dragon. There's like a red. I mean, there's not getting the red dragon. Wait, we get there's the like red. red scarlet, red dragon. Is I, there like is there like the lame like red hamster? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. I think they shot like the Hobbit on this shit. Do they? So the, uh, what I always hear is that movies are either like a, a billion dollars or like twenty million dollars nowadays. Not even are that, all like of those tw- are all of those like. Bottom half are those all just red cameras, <laughs> like the um for which one the the two hundred million dollar or the yeah the two hundred and below or whatever. Um, I don't know. They probably get a handful of them, and you can rent them. The thing is, is like mm. you just all they they never they're never buying this stuff for movies. They're renting it. So, well, um, so strange anyway. <laughs> strange time fans. Um, you know, you're probably gonna have to wait a little bit longer. He's not gonna shoot that movie. Well, I hope. <laughs> I love. Uh, he's not gonna shoot that movie. I hope. <laughs> yeah, you had a second there. We're like, oh god, he no, he's no. not gonna shoot it. I don't think I agree. No, um, I just I I I hope he figures out what's going on with the with the red. Yeah, the uh, he. I was. It's funny because I forgot where I read it, but I was recently saw like the credits for like the feeling this video. I think it was. Um, uh, there's like a. Blink Instagram called like Blink Collector or something like that. And he's always, he's posting like his stuff. Like he has everything. Oh, wow. And he had like a DVD with like the I Feel So video on it. And it said like that Tom was one of the directors of that video. Really? That's that a cool was, video. Yeah. And uh, so he's directed before and you know. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see it. And the thing is, is, we like we said last episode, if it was about skateboarders and UFOs and it's sort of like a, <laughs> Uh, Super Eight type show of uh, It'd be awesome. Uh, that's a get good slam dunk. I think that's a good. Like that sounds interesting. Like I feel like kid, people will go see that. I feel like we haven't seen 
quite yet um uh like the movie dope that came out i haven't seen it yet but i feel like that's one of the first like 90s mm-hmm. um <laughs> like a movie uh set in the nineties. Like, you know, we always have stuff set in like the sixties, eighties, like a period piece in the nineties of like skateboard culture and stuff right. like that. I feel like is something that's uh, missing. I feel like so too, there, there, there's a way to pitch strange times right now. And I think the way that could be really, if I were, if I were working it to the stars, the way I'd be trying to sell this to any investors would be, Hey, so what if we took uh, stranger things and combined it with freaks and geeks? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, like or, or who like doesn't want that in rocket power? And <laughs> now they've added one more person. They've now guaranteed the Ryan Caldwell well, demo. The thing is, they're going to want him to change the name first. Strange Times. Because it's too close to Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, that's one of the problems. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it could be exciting. Ghost girls and shit get. Yeah. I don't know. No ghosts. We don't. I don't. I'm not afraid of no ghosts. We want um, fucking aliens. Yeah. Aliens all the way. Um, <laughs> that was my. My Dan Aykroyd in the Ghostbusters remake girl version. He even said that in the movie. Really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> I hope he figures that out. So uh, we're going to head back down to Earth. and uh, <laughs> get That was really interesting. The fucking Tom's camera issues on Instagram. <laughs> Stimulating. <laughs> it, it intrigued me that he posted it. It was, I must have missed that one. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm like slowly backing away from my personal social media and just like taking over like the like the blink world of social it, it, socialism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> socialism. <laughs> uh, let's go. I think we got to get out of the spaceship. I think some of the yeah. some of the fumes are leaking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ryan. So we have a a long ass mailbag. Where do we start with this? A bunch of comments from last week. Uh, Always thanks for everyone for listening and sending in emails and comments. And it's just, it's nice to know people are listening and like, absolutely. I love it. Um, They can reach us at 182podcast at gmail.com, right? 182podcast at gmail.com. I also, uh, we have the Instagram and Twitter going. So those are both at 182podcast as well. So, um, yeah, and it sounds like Ryan is is spending, maybe that's the main main way if you want to get a hold, like, uh, (laughs) listeners, also, uh, family of Ryan who can no longer get a hold of him and are only hearing about his life through this podcast now. Um, feel free to I know, I'm like accidentally <laughs> comment, like, uh, replying to people's tweets on our, on the 182 podcast, eat Twitter instead of my own. <laughs> I'm like, shit, wrong account. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, so it's, it's cool. It's cool to see people following it and, uh, we're just trying to make it grow. Um, anyway, so the first comment we have, this was set up, and this is just the probably one of the <laughs> most intense questions ever. It's right out the gate. All We're right. starting with All this right. one. All right, starting hard. It's a hardball. Uh, <laughs> we may have covered this before on the show, but this may be a new listener. And uh, this is on our emails from Breck Shea, or at Breck underscore Shea. So, um, is this, this on, so are we getting this from the Reddit? This is from Twitter, or from uh, email. Email, okay. It said, hey guys, shit, fuck, I love your show. I was wondering, what's y'all's favorite Blink song and album? Uh, <laughs> that's a big question. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a big question. And obviously that's going to change 
you know, yeah, change every once in a while. Uh, after first, I should say I I think that the best album is the self titled album. Yes. That's not necessarily always my favorite. Yeah, you know, but it's uh, the best one. Yeah, like I think, um, I, th- I think it's become my favorite and the best. I think over the years, it's your favorite currently. Yes, really. So, what's your favorite song off? Off? Uh, well, or what's your favorite song? Is it on? on no, that or oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like defiantly. No, no, it's not. <laughs> How uh, dare you assume? We've said this before. Um, uh, Let me guess. Wasting time. Yeah, that's the best Blink song. Yeah, yeah. It is a really, really good Blink song. It has bl- that song. Wasting time has everything you, you want a Blink song. Yeah, it's funny. It's also kind of sad. It makes you. It you puts you in the right place. You can put yourself in the shoes of mm-hmm. the of the character. Relatable. It's relatable. Um, great riff. Great riff. One of the most underrated Blink riffs, I think. And um, it's just uh, timeless. Yeah. So that's why Wasting Time is the best uh, Blink-182 song, in my opinion. My favorite, at least. Not Maybe not the best, the fate. My favorite. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should get into politics. <laughs> I never dad, said that. And that I never is said why. that. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, uh, but, but, you know, maybe if I did say it. I never said I was going to repeal Obamacare. <laughs> <days. laughs> never well, said uh, that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what about you, Michael? I think my favorite. I think currently. I mean, you don't have to say this is like definite. This is yeah. like current. Yeah. Don't, 2017. Don't immediately etch this into because stone. Because, like you said, with any Blink fan, it changes. Yeah. But if I was someone, if I get a direct question like that, right, from just some random stranger, I want to answer it. I, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Because you, <laughs> Enema of the State, album, feeling this. Feeling this, yeah, feeling this. Wow, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this. Whoa, I have. I didn't uh, expect that. So, feeling this has been one that the last, like, it's it's the most recent. It's as a recent song I've kind of gone back to and been like, wow, there's like a lot, a lot going on here, and just in sheer terms of like amount of tracks in the song, and I, I, I just. Uh, listening to that song, I'd recommend anyone if you can, like, listen to that with like nice headphones and like a good. Um, you know, high quality, like, like a, um, playback, you know, like if you can listen to the CD or like a record or a higher quality than just like 120 kilobytes or, you never like the <laughs> shitty streaming or MP3. Um, cause the production on that's like, it, it has a lot of stuff going on that when you listen to it on nor, you know, just kind of listen to it, it all just makes this really full sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool or I've just had a lot of fun. To, like trying to just dive into all the different tracks that are going on. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of nuts. Like there's like a lot of like little lead, like little riffs, guitar riffs going on mm-hmm. and uh, like keyboards and just uh, vocals that, ba- you know, ba- there's like a ripping bass line in the verse that I never like noticed. fun to go back to that song and i feel like there's always something um like beatles music i feel like there's just like a radiohead like there's just like tracks that i don't notice that i mm-hmm. keep hearing so i've and i've still kind of like been ex- like in the like the song is like new to me right now i guess so <laughs> yeah it's fun to go and like 
since like a lot of these Blink songs are on Rock Band, like people post on YouTube, uh, like the tracks um, by themselves. I think like that the, was the the first thing that led me into this. Is I I saw one of those and I heard the bass for feeling this. It's really fun to do that, and it's, to be honest, it's a great way to learn how to make music and stuff. Like to listen to those tracks separately. It really is, and it'll kind of like surprise you sometimes how much or how little is actually going on in a song. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one thing that kind of there was like some some podcast that was deconstructing songs, not Song Exploder, and um, it was drop it like it's hot and and it was like showing like how little is actually going in on like there's nothing in that song Mm -hmm. like there's barely any tracks and and what is the and it's but it's like a fucking amazing you know as far as dance song goes come on you can't get better than that yeah so um yeah it's cool when people do that and and it's cool it's cool that there's some blink songs that fill that like niche you know because certainly not all of their music like lends itself to that kind of examination yeah, it, it was next next step up i think with feeling this yeah that's cool well uh let's get, check out the next one that's a good that was a good answer uh, well what about enema though like why would you why is that your favorite right that's now? to me like if i if i were to just be like give an alien like what is blink <laughs> and i would hear listen to this album you know okay. so that's, that's a good point yeah it just sort of is like their Maybe it's not their like I get like a self titled might be their best, but right now for me that's like that's what I think of, and when I think of like what I like about Blink, I'd like that. Cool. Well, um, another co- comment we have here. This is actually it was from our Reddit post from um, Lu Lao Kung Pao. I think is how you say it. Lao Lao Kung Pao. Uh, a certain cover of a joke song on the Reddit tribute too certainly is cool and talented. With a little uh, face type of thing. <laughs> a, um, little, an, a little face type of thing. Uh, he's actually referring to, because this is uh, last week we talked about that we missed the Blink-182 tribute album to, uh, and uh, this guy must have been one of these two guys, which was, yeah, Lung Kung Pao and Kyler182 did a cover of um, When He Fucked Grandpa's on the very end of the album. And I just listened to it right before we started recording, and yes, that is pretty damn uh, amazing. It was pretty great. I mean, uh, <laughs> nailed it is, is really the, the best thing to say. <laughs> yeah, like I was laughing when it was the strings that came in or yeah. something like that. Like that was uh, like perfect. Like you couldn't have done anything better than that. Yeah, the, and they were like the super like obviously like synthy like <laughs> Well, they were great. Like it, it was fit, amazing. It fit perfectly, and it was so funny because it started off just like you know the normal sort of acoustic guitar, and yeah. then went into that, and it was so it sounded so great. And and yeah. then he, uh, you were talking about the little, um, like yeah, the end, at the end at the end when Mark is just like the end of that song, like Mark just starts yelling like, "This is so stupid! Why would you write a song about you know?" But and then he like kind of changed it. I was like, this, "I could have covered any Blink song, but I decided to do this. What about <laughs> fucking my own grip?" Yeah, it's good. <laughs> that was really that was awesome. Great, great way to close that little tribute album, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but he also mentioned last week we talked about the uh, the words in a hat uh, band picking name thing. Yeah, yeah. So I for can't those, remember for why those... that came up, like I don't even uh, like why that did I bring that up? We were talking about <laughs> why were we talking about band names? I don't know. Are we getting old, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he mentioned we talked about that on the show, picking a band, uh, words in a hat method for picking a band name, and he actually said that uh, the band Red Red Jumpsuit Apparatus got their name from doing that. 
mm. which makes total sense. And they were kind of like in the uh, screamo pop punk uh, kind of camp back in the day and had one pretty big song. What was the song called? I don't just remember. It goes, when you feel like you're in eye, when the worst comes around. Yeah, yeah sounds great. Do you feel better now when you're in the ground? And had sense <laughs> going on. Yeah. Yeah, that was the song. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for the clearing that up. Uh, maybe that's where I heard that, the whole pick a name in the hat thing. I thought you got it from the, 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 it sounded like you were present for the actual hat drawing to occur. I, that was for Thin Bloods. Yeah, the Thin Bloods. When right. That, but, I, yeah, um, but it the, was the thing is, is that, that I don't think that's Did someone put in the as no, their contribution? I don't think so. No, okay. maybe it was just like, <laughs> but I don't think like those got drawn at the same time. It was like we put them all out and then you just kind of move things around. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that. <laughs> um, our boy, hi, my name is Moritz, is back. Thank God for that. Yeah, thank God for him. Uh, thanks for keeping listening. But he said, great podcast, and thanks for exposing me to Nanami Ozone. Last, oh, awesome. Last week yeah. played a Nanami Ozone track. Uh, check them out. They're on tour right now. That song, Desire, that's what we played, right? Yeah. That was, yeah, it's such a good song. Yeah, it's I perfect. It. I love that song. But he asks... What do you guys think of the new Weezer song? I'd especially be interested in what I like old Weezer. That's Mike's <laughs> Reddit account thinks of it. Um, I always give Mike shit about his Reddit name. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like old Weezer. Well, Mike. My my name is uh, apparently a Rorschach test. Uh, it, it can be seen, I guess, as like, a, oh, you only like old Weezer. <laughs> but I, I intended it. Of course you do. I intended it as more like a, like a, if you know one thing about me, like I like old Weezer shit. Like that's <laughs> But the thing is is like there's a lot of old Weezer now. So when does the yeah, old Weezer my, stop? Yeah, like, I guess yeah, it starts to become like there's all of it. Yeah, I guess what how old is uh like the green album now? Like two thousand one. Sixteen years. Yeah. yeah. That's old. I think that's old now. I think I, I, I think I you have to start like revise it. I like older <laughs> I don't know. No, the thing is like if you only like blue and Pinkerton but now it's getting to that point where there's like a little clock and it's moving toward yeah. into Green Album and then it's going to go into Maladroit. And, yeah. Uh, you got to start liking the those albums. Well, too. enough about me, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> before I get into what I think about it, what did you think of? Um, so Weezer put out a new song. Maybe you can drop in like a like a sec, couple seconds of it. Yeah, I mean, but what's it called again? Endless summer? No, <laughs> it's called. It feels like summer. Oh, it feels like summer. Okay. Yeah, yeah it feels like summer. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, um, Weezer. So we were talking about this like off mic, but Weezer, we had them back for a little bit last year. <laughs> what's like the? What's the? Uh, what's the deal with Weezer, Ryan? Like, what's, like, the long and short of it? Well, if you don't know Weezer... You, we should also say for the listeners, like, we're kind of joking about this. I think Ryan's probably the bigger Weezer fan. <laughs> I am. That's like, the thing. Yeah. Because I... That's I, why I'm kind of offended by his name. My... <laughs> my uh, and, and I should also say, it's not like I hate everything after 
Pinkerton. Like, I think Maladroit's a great album. Uh, yeah, but, like, I w- here's the thing with me. Like, you got on the Weezer a little bit later kind of thing. Green Album was the first Weezer album I ever heard yeah. kind of thing. But see, that, and- that clock is also going to be moving, though, because in your head, it's like, oh, you're, like, late to the party. But, like, in reality, I could also say, like, yeah, I got into Weezer way back my sophomore year of college. <laughs> <laughs> and True. it's like, oh, man, you go way back with Weezer, you know? <laughs> yeah, but by then, they probably had, like, four albums out. Oh yeah, like I, I Four was, uh, I was definitely late. Like the first thing I heard was just Pinkerton in the context of like uh, reading, uh, just like stuff on the internet and like, oh, like Pinkerton's supposed to be a good. The thing album. is, I didn't even know Pinkerton existed like until way later. So then you're not, yeah. Who who's to say where where the? <laughs> but here's the we thing. all I, have our different paths. I to have Weezer. been hit or I mean, Weezer has been hit, pretty hit or miss, mostly miss. For like the last fifteen years, pretty much. Yeah, I think um, that's. I think I'd say the same thing. Like, but I, I do say like I, I do like a handful of those albums in between. I, I do like songs off Make Believe. I do like Green Album has a nostalgia place in my heart. Uh, I like Maldroid a lot. Maldroid's um, Maldroid's like, like great. And then like Red Album had one or two good songs I liked on it. Mostly the bonus track, yeah. uh, Miss Sweeney. Um and then we kinda lost I'm, them. I'm for I'm a with while. you on Miss Sweeney too. I like that song. We lost them hardcore with Ratitude and Hurley. Yeah. Um I do like there's one song off Ratitude I do go back to Whoop Me, we won't get into it on this. <laughs> can't stop parting. I like Can't Stop Parting. I'm probably the only Weezer fan to like that song. But <laughs> I yeah I, I this has come up like multiple times more than you'd think in in uh, <laughs> in our our uh, relationship Circle. but uh, <laughs> uh, I I very much enjoy your enthusiasm for this song <laughs> like I like that you're uh, I I'm not unfortunately I'm not carrying that torch with you but I'm really I enjoy that like you're I I I, I appreciate your enthusiasm for the song <laughs> it's a great. Great tune. It's sad. I'm glad it it, it, it touched it touched someone. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, we kind of after that though, like there was Ratitude and Hurley, and we we thought we lost Weezer forever. Yeah. And then they put out uh, everything will be all right in the end. And they came back to the show. And that show, yeah. And that out, they even were saying themselves like we thought disco sucked. Yeah. And uh, we forgot the disco sucked. A very that was a line in the song. It was a very self conscious like, all right, sorry guys, we're back to Weezer. Back to the strap with the lightning strap. And you know maybe here's like where the the divide we have comes in. I I saw that as like that's cool and like I I obviously seems like they're kind of willing willing to change i don't think they entirely executed you know like i think it's markedly like that album everything will be better on the right it's like worth listening whereas yeah, i that, don't think hurley that is that cool but, end and track and stuff yeah and, and they're doing kind of that that thing where it's just instrumental shredding guitar and it's just something different and it's like they're trying mm-hmm. and, and that that to me was like the most important thing is they're trying and then the white album came out and Which was I, last year. Yeah, last year. And I again, I still don't think it's really um, quite there. Like I'd probably give it like a six out of ten, but it's it was I'd give better it more than that. It ha- and it had some really good songs. I think like um, even though I, the reason I give it that is like I feel like some of the songs were I think there were some pretty bad songs in there. But I think uh, like California Kids 
and L.A. Girls. Those two songs are some of the best songs Weezer's written like in decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I could I didn't think they had it in them to write those yeah. songs. Listening, yeah. So it was nice just to like even have like. Even with those two albums, so they, like, there's well, the, a whole album's worth of good well, songs. Well, the basically. whole deal is that, that, you know, as a Weezer fan, you know, even as two different Weezer fans, <laughs> um, we both kind of had the same, this general idea that, like, they kind of got off track and they recognized those mistakes and were course correcting. Mm-hmm. How grave, you know, we think those mistakes were might have differed. Um, but the point is they, they just seemed like they were heading in the right direction too. Yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. you think, so I know you, you liked everything will be in the, all right in the end more than I did, but did you think, um, the white album I think it was perfect, but did you think the white album though was like an improvement though? Like, I think so. There's, a, there are some weird tracks on there, but I think it was more solid and felt more cohesive. And yeah. Album. And I thought that was, that was the key thing for me is that as a, as, as someone who is a very jaded Weezer fan, I was really excited because it was like, Oh, at the very least, like this is the right direction, mm-hmm. you know. So eventually, right, you're, we're gonna get there. Um, I, and I was kind of expecting like this, one, like this could be it. Yeah. This could be the breakthrough. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a very real possibility that we were about to have. Okay, they course corrected with the one a couple times ago. They've like really honed down on it, and now like let's get ready for like the evolution of that sound back. And we got. It feels like summer. <laughs> yes. So what does I Like Old Weezer think of It Feels Like Summer? It leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> like a really bad... It's more than a bad song. It's so obviously a rejection of those last two albums that it makes me feel like the last two albums were just... Uh, it was Weezer. They they had done uh, some pop albums with Hurley and Ratitude. Did not find success financially. Mm-hmm. Looked around like, well, we got these core group of fans. Um, they love Blue and Pinkerton. They did the tour of Blue and Pinkerton. They did, yeah. What if we do? Uh, let's do a, a little. Well, maybe we can sign a two album deal. And <laughs> the basis of this is going to be the basis of this cycle is going to be like it's our back to our roots thing. And we can kind of promote it with videos and we get on the press and talk about like how it's comparing it to Pinkerton and Blue. And sonically, we'll you know like okay, what do we use on those albums? Let's use those again. They did it, and now it's like okay, well. Now we did that. Um, so now let's maybe do some dance stuff because like <laughs> electronics in, and and it, it really that's how it reads to me. And it, it like it yeah. more than any of their other stuff. It it given what has just happened, uh, it it like makes me feel like it's like I I don't want to be like this guy, and I not <laughs> I don't normally say this about kind of bands, but it strikes me as like you sold out man like, <laughs> well would you say the same thing about people would say the same thing about maybe california like blink's album kind of thing one thing i mean I th- i'm playing devil's advocate yeah but. yeah no no so i think here's the thing with california is first off sonically objectively about half the songs on that album are just what blink 182 is mm-hmm. it's you know guitars with a pop sheen to it. yeah pop sheen you can argue like are the vocals louder in the mix that's a small change i think Mm -hmm. um and then 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 the other half are are kind of striking out to do weird things keeping in the 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 phrase the the framework of like youthful rebellion Mm -hmm. that's blink (laughs) you can argue whether or not they succeeded you know maybe you think los angeles is just a clusterfuck yeah i don't um (laughs) you know but but it's like 
okay, they're all in Los Angeles now. I get it. This is a perspective. Yeah, there's a couple songs that are maybe like like that and sober and stuff that maybe you're trying right. something. The songs, like but the songs musically have uh, it's it's an obvious lineage to Blink, mm-hmm. and they have a perspective that is Blink. Mm-hmm. What this song doesn't have is it feels like summer. It's so it feels like summer. Is it's so generic that. And like so, um, just generic top forty that it doesn't have a perspective. It doesn't have anything about it that is Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you mentioned to me, because um, we were watching, I think the video you mentioned this that Beverly Hills, which is often like people c- always comment that. Yeah, that I mean, that, that song. like that's a shorthand. I think a lot of people feel like that's sort of like maybe in the way all the small but, things is referenced is like their yeah. poppy sellout. Well, I and think like, that's like the last big Weezer song people remember too. Yeah. I th- well, so. I think it was actually their most popular, yeah. most successful single. It was ever. Beverly Hills, yeah. Um, but but you had you were saying something kind of about that and comparing it well, to this. What I say is like that was a song too. I didn't like when it came out and I kind of hated it and it was overplayed. And I think the same way that all the small things came around to me that I can, you can still hear Weezer in Beverly Hills. Like at the end of that song, he it could be a terrible song. Yeah. But Rivers caps it off at the end by saying in the little interlude or the um the bridge that uh it's something that you're born into and I just don't belong. No, I don't. And then it goes into like uh um like a Weezer verse. Yeah. Right yeah, there. I know exactly and that's not that part of the song is awesome. And he turns it back around yeah. the whole song and so it's almost like a joke the whole song. Yeah. Kind of like what I think. Same thing about uh, I can't stop partying. No, yeah, way. yeah. But oh, sure. and I think you're right. I think I totally agree. I think that song is mine, ironically, for sure. Yeah. So that's the thing is like it comes back around to it, and it makes me like Beverly Hills. I think. Yeah. Just the case of like that line comes comes around that like he's making this pop Hollywood hit kind of thing. <laughs> right. But like I'm not supposed to be here. You right. Know? But and and that song it's. What you've all just described is is something. Yeah. That there's Oh, here's what the song's about, Michael. It's like <laughs> and, and and I just mean that in basic terms of like it's about Beverly Hills, blah blah blah. And I, so I want to read some of the lyrics from this song because This it, is from the the new one. The new one, yeah. Um because it just struck me as a song that was about nothing and word salad. <laughs> um and 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 I, I honestly like I I'm just gonna read it. Climbing up the tower, just a boy in his computer. I'm still in my bathrobe, hiding in the shadows. I'm not used to losing. Bye-bye, sugar blue eyes. Go home with angels. Thank you for being so kind. I'm holding on, and I don't want to let you go. Yeah, it feels like summer. Yeah, it feels like summer to me. Yeah, it feels like summer. Yeah, it feels like summer to me. And she was a lover to me, to me, e, e. Which way is the graveyard? I'm an iceberg with a warm heart. I'm spiritual, not religious. I'm a Libra, if it matters. Shattered by an email, your words will fade away. Castle built in the sand will only last one day. I'm holding on, and I don't want to let you go. Yeah, it feels like summer. <laughs> yeah, it feels like summer to me. Is that all the lyrics? Is there another oh, verse? Oh, there's, there's a bridge. Uh, June bridge. <laughs> wow, wow. Bridge. June. <laughs> June. <laughs> The bridge begins. June bridge shines so, shine so bright. Flowers in her hair, but it just ain't right. June bride. Oh, June bride, not June bridge. My apologies. Uh, shine so bright. Flowers in her hair. We look good together. Oh, yeah. We look good together. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it feels like summer. <laughs> Wait, could you go through real quick the the first verse again? I think I'm trying to figure out what this song's about. If it makes it any starts sense. out about something. I I get what you're saying. It starts out with like the first two lines is like, okay, there's something happening. Wait, so what yeah. is it? Go go read it again one more time. It starts out with I'll I'll read the lyrics, but it starts out very obviously like a boy is climbing up like the top of the stairs, holding his computer, and it's like he's like hiding, and then just immediately drops. Well, so what is after that though? I, climbing some... up the tower, just a boy and his computer. Yeah, let's try and I, honestly. Okay, oh, let's. I try to. I I have a, I have a theory, but okay. I just want to hear the first part again. Climbing up the tower, just a boy in his computer. I'm still in my bathrobe, hiding in the shadows. I'm not used to losing. Bye bye, sugar blue eyes. Go home with the angels. Thank you for being so kind. All right, I'm gonna take a leap out there, of what this song is about. I'm gonna say this song is about World of Warcraft or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's about an online relationship in a game. And Sugar Blue Eyes is the name of the like the character he loves or something like that. That's the only thing I could I was trying to piece together. <laughs> it's like a nerd and like a Yeah. I was just trying, but the rest of the song doesn't work. I don't think either. I, I think to me that that what this <laughs> the lyrics are are the song like phrases that individually can sound nice and i don't think it's anything more than that yeah i, I wanted to just kind of compare that um i'm not going to read the whole song but just to like appreciate the because i like weezer and the thing the whole thing about weezer the whole appeal is very similar to the appeal with blink and it's that they have a very distinct and unique perspective and honest too and honest yeah it's very genuine mm-hmm. so this is the lyrics, some lyrics to El Scorcho okay. by comparison. Um, well, goddamn, you half Japanese girls, do it to me every time. So the redhead shed, you shred the cello. I'm jello, baby. But you won't talk, won't look, won't think of me. I'm the epitome of public enemy. Why you want to go and do me like that? Come down on the stage and dance with me. I'm a lot like you, so please. Hello, I'm here. I'm waiting. I think I'd be good for you, <laughs> and you'd be good for me. I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. You said you never heard of them. How cool is that? So I went to your room and read your diary. All right, I'm going to stop there. But yeah, I mean, like, you get... <laughs> it's such a funny way to read it. It was like fucking like slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot like you, so please, hello, I'm here. <laughs> no, but you're right, that... Like that kind of has like that. That's what would you of, say before about word? Um, about this the the, the word feels like salad, summer. like a word salad. Like that has in a way that, but it's it actually tells a story. Yeah, it's like artistic with the way it <laughs> phrases words to combine like poetry and a story. You know, like the other ones just, I it it's it's garbage. Like it's it's nothing, and it's like insulting to like. As a Weezer like fan, even though as jaded as I am or as an assholes about it as I am, I was like, "All right, like, what is he trying to get across here?" And I'm like, why? And I had this moment, like, "Why am I trying?" Like, this is there was no attempt in. And the thing, okay, so backing up a bit, I'm I could talk all about this. Uh, <laughs> this is be a little Weezer episode about endless summer. We haven't mentioned like, like kind of the yeah. Well, we'll we'll kind of wrap it up here. But I I feel like we'd be amiss without saying the big thing about the song that if you hadn't heard it, you probably wouldn't have gotten by now. It's not just the lyrics are weird. This is doesn't sound like Weezer. Mm-mm. There is not. Uh, there is a guitar track in the background, and I think in the chorus it has the the I love rock and roll 
thing we've heard in every song like that kind of you know the distorted guitar that just sounds like white noise on either channel um but for all intents purposes this is a maroon five you know uh pop song Mm -hmm. i don't know how would you what would you compare this to musically i don't know i don't listen to enough like top 40 pop type of thing but like um yeah it has i mean the thing is i'm all about like a dance track. And I think, yeah, we're not anti-pop here. The day off. Your yeah. Dancing. Like it's one thing too. Like we, I already mentioned this before, like, you know, back in the day I would be all like, Oh, all the small things. It's probably one of the worst Blake songs, but it's come I around. Mean, we both me. agree. It's one of the best. And it's come around and I see the merit in it. Yeah. And, um, but there's the, a difference between pop and like just the, the crass consumer based top 40 stuff. That's where, you know, the, the, the stuff that's turned out with only, um, Mark, you know, market in mind. Like say something like Tame Impala has like pop songs, yeah. but they're like, and like, or even um, just straight Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. I love Justin Timberlake. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like that's as pop as pop gets, right? But it's like a, an artist trying to make art, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to just people in a in a in a conference room putting together stuff and auctioning it to, you know, whoever ends up buying it. You yeah, know? yeah, it's yeah. the kind of music that people who are old and don't bother keeping up with the new music say new music sucks nowadays because all they hear is the stuff coming out of like yeah, Target and the, and thing speakers. Thing is, too, is like you're gonna hear it's like a repetitive um, chorus that you can get stuck in your head. It feels like, like summer. summer. And there are people going to hear that and not know who it anthemic is. And it's and just going to get anthemic. Yeah. And All the emphasis on the vocals because that's the easiest thing to like latch on to. Yeah, like like a like a Imagine Dragon song or something. Yeah, like Imagine Dragon. That's a perfect example of like, even though this is all synthy and that Imagine Dragon isn't quite that. It's it like, has like synthy elements yeah, though. It's like that kind of. Yeah, radioactive. Mm, yeah, same kind of thing. It's kind of it's built basically for you, even if you don't like the song. Yeah, it's you're gonna hear it eight times on the radio within like three hours. And you're gonna start to like it because like songs like that just get repeated enough until you start to like them. Yeah, and it's so disappointing because it's almost like Weezer back. It yeah, it's disappointing to see Weezer. Do you do you um just to wrap this up? Do you share my gross cynicism about now this makes the white album and everything will be all right in the end look worse, or do you think, think I'm reaching for that? <laughs> to be honest, I think you're slightly right. That <laughs> it's like the, it's almost like we Rivers is saying like I can do this, but I don't want to. Like, and I mean, and the thing is, is I'm all about an artist, um, you know, trying, growing, and trying something new and everything. Um, but it's just. It doesn't seem like this is coming from any genuine place. Mm-hmm. Like if he had, if he had just released like a super pop song um, with production that it was even the same as this, you know. But it was just like there was something being expressed that was different than than just anything else you could hear on Top Forty. That would kind of legitimize it, I think. But this is this didn't have to be a Weezer song. This could have been anybody. Yeah, anyone yeah, could have yeah. released this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's like so such a bummer. Yeah. Do you think the rest of the album is going to sound like this? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. You know, I'm, I I kind of hope maybe this is just kind of a, a f- throwaway thing. Like, you know, but... Um, well, like you said, like, on the White Album had stuff that you didn't really like, like Thank God for Girls. Yeah, I mean, Thank God like for Girls like was that. actually one of my least favorite songs on it, and I, I was expecting to not, because I think that was the lead single. There was and, a couple like that that were yeah, coming up front. They also, I mean, one of the things those two songs share is that, that he does a lot is that kind of, like, Rap kind rap of thing on a, against a slow basic beat. It's in Beverly Hills too, and stop doing that, Rivers. Um, yeah, you can sing. Yeah, 
uh, but anyway, you're so, one of the best wordsmiths ever. Like you, can, yeah. So yeah, maybe this is this is one of those situations. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. When do you know when it comes out? I think August. So we'll so have I, to. We'll have to. I will have to follow it up on the show. I guess <laughs> I could we be wrong, but I know so it's. It's sometime in the summer. We just spent like a long time talking about that, but <laughs> I felt very passionately about it. So, well, uh, other type of um, recommendation songs we got were about uh, Day to Remember because we've, yeah. we've kind of talked harsh on Day to Remember, and so someone was like trying to prove us wrong. Yeah. Um, so this is from uh, this guy 182. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Great name. Our, our listeners, I maintain, have the best best uh, names. Um, so hi again. Uh, I'd also, so this guy actually wrote me, um, a little while ago, or a little bit before that. And, uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about some stuff that, um, uh, and, um, I guess he forgot to mention and then he followed up with the next email. Hi again. I'd also like to give my, a day to the member recommendations. Oh, cool. Um, so he, he kind of listed five songs and, mm-hmm. and with them, he gave uh, some descriptions, which I, I really appreciate. Yeah, so to get some background, we saw or like one of our first exposures really did remember is when we went and saw blank a few months ago in Washington is one of our, yeah. fr- and we were kind of like, uh, we didn't absolutely hate it or anything, no. like that, but we were kind of, I think we were more bummed about the, the, the live presence. presence yeah. It, it seemed, seemed like, very forced and, uh, it didn't seem like they're having fun or something no, like that. No, it didn't. Um, which, you know, to, like, hey, I get it. Like, they don't have to be having fun. Yeah. On one hand, you know, so, <laughs> um, so he, uh, he or she, the, well, this But guy, it's funny because my a friend of ours that saw the show, they loved, they saw, thought they didn't remember it was really awesome and, and like thought they were, like, looked like they were yeah. having a blast. So maybe it's just an off night. Maybe it's an off night. Yeah. So they, uh, so after the songs, they said, I'm interested in what you think, love them or hate them. Data Remember has a very unique blend of blink inspired pop punk and metalcore. Apparently, they couldn't decide whether they wanted to be Screamo, ADTR to be a pop punk or a metalcore band, so they just said, fuck it, let's do both. I personally don't care for Screamo, but ADTR has some catchy pop punk tunes. Good day to you, sir. So I think on the one hand, uh, that is kind of cool that they, I don't know, if a, like that is kind of an interesting sound that they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's kind of funny that they're just like, let's do both. Why not both, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, por, que dos, uh, por que no dos? <laughs> so a few of the songs, um, I so uh, one of them, It Means a Lot to You, featuring Sierra Kusterbeck. Um, that's like the acoustic one. I recognize that one. I uh, I think they played it, didn't they? Yeah, they, they definitely played it. Um, and let's see. Yeah. So a, f- a few of those, uh, you know, they were kind of like still not quite my thing, but then I got to right back at it again. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, my personal favorite, great pop punk song for getting hyped. I used, used to listen to it every morning getting ready for work. And uh, with that in mind, like listening to it, fuck yeah. Like that song is so fun. I yeah. This song captured my imagination. I, I listened to it a few times, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It j- it's, it's, uh, it has like a little bit of a, like a screamo thing in the beginning. Um, I'm fine with, I don't know. It kind of took like the trappings, uh, the musical landscape of that kind of music and then just like smashed it on to like a super 2001 pop punks, like some 41 <laughs> blink song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked uh, listening to the ones you sent me those, those five tracks. Uh, it's the first two albums off that CC. What's that stand for? Uh, <sighs> shit. Yeah, we were, I was just like, I like the two songs on CC. 
Um, the, and the first one, by the way, is City of Ocala. They that, like bleeds into right back at it again. If you're That's listening it. and you haven't heard either, I'd recommend just like going to Common Courtesy, Common Courtesy, and just put it on the first song and listen to those first two. The way they go into each other. If you're if you like Blink, I think you'll like this. Yeah. Um. I, we, you know, I kind of went back and like listened to some more of a day to remember. And it's not musically my thing, uh, but I definitely, I get it now. And like, I understand, I think I I was telling you, like, I think if I were born a little bit earlier, I would have been in like, if if this had hit me, yeah, born a little bit later. Um, cause I feel like if I had heard this when I was a teenager, it captured like a lot of their songs are about hating where you're at and then also like missing where you're at. And that was a lot of how I was feeling as a teenager. Like I was definitely just one of those people who were like, I want to get out of this town. I hate it. I never want to come back. And then like also in later in my teens when I left and be like, Oh, I miss it. You know? And so <laughs> yeah. it's good. It's good for that stuff for sure. I, uh, th- so you, we, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but you kind of, because I'm a little older than you, but you sort of missed the whole screamo, emo, uh, emo post-hardcore phase yeah. that was going on. That was not a thing that I, the emo, screamo stuff was not was never my yeah. scene. I graduated in 05, uh, 2005, and so it was like prime time, like right before that, of that genre of music. Do you think you owned uh, all Vans shoes? Uh, in Macbeth's. Oh, in Macbeth. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um dyed hair black you know bangs and everything like uh i was kind of like a kid that floated in between worlds though i would yeah. have to say oh uh, yeah what were the other what were the other worlds um i was like able the, like the super like the jocks were you like uh, i was kind of can go with, like a little bit like jockey kind of things but can go also into you know like the punk uh, scene kids at the time yeah also like kind of nerdy kids as well like i was kind of like a, a little yeah. chameleon but i was with the nerdy kids and i didn't really <laughs> go anywhere else but the thing is with this, like, I'm looking at, I mean, I, I'm sure they had, like, EPs and stuff before this, but their first, like, full album on Spotify, at least, is 2005, so I'd already had graduated, and I think by the time, like, they were starting to make, like, a, a scene, you know, a splash, basically, Yeah, I think I was already kind of done with this. Yeah, I think, like, 2008 was kind of their boom. But it's nice to hear that, I agree, that that Common Courtesy album in 2013 seems like, I, I mean, I haven't gone, listened to the whole album yet, but... I do like those first two songs. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna check that album out, and those two songs at least, those are now gonna go into rotation now. Some kind of pop punk ghosties. Those those are like I love I love any kind of pop punk song that's just like the like the lyrics like that. You know, just so optimistic and upbeat. Um, has a perspective. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. it's it's fun. It it it's it's very positive, and I kind of like I enjoyed it. Yeah, there was a few that I was just like whatever about, and it's funny because I was you know you're sending me some of these tracks to listen to. And they're, you know, from like later 2000s sort of thing. And yeah. I'm like, I like send you like a song from like <laughs> Seosin. Well, you like were trying thrice. to explain to me like, well, let me show you where they got this from. Yeah. And you sent me, <laughs> what was the song you sent me by Seosin? Um, it's, uh, shit, it's their first EP. Um, uh, and it's when Anthony Green used to be in the band Seosin and he left after that EP. Uh, seven years. Seven years. And this was released in 2005, you T- said? 2003. 2003. Yeah, and I, I like put it on just after hearing some of these A Day to Remember songs, <laughs> and I just was like, yeah, this is the real shit. And then I was like, I sent you a couple Thrice songs, and I was into that type of stuff. And, yeah. Um, and the thing is, for me, like when they started, when Screamo, because it, it was one of the things that this was at the time, like the hardest music I would ever hear is like stuff like Thrice and yeah. stuff. And so once the Screamo thing started going into the pop punk sort of thing, right. that's when I kind of started falling off because... Um, 
I was there was two separate worlds to me. Like, yeah, Blink was separate from this thing. Yeah, and this stuff like to me was like about like fucking emo shit, you know. And then when it started getting into like like you know this isn't really the type of thing. Like I started falling off like stuff like Hawthorne Heights and um, like I was not really into that type of stuff right. that w- as much. Yeah. And I think by then I was getting into other type of music and everything. I probably you weren't you weren't willing to cut your wrists and black your eyes. I wasn't really. So I was more into like cut but, my wrists and black. <laughs> but no, but I was into like I, if if they came out or if I was like maybe like a few like five years younger, or a few years younger, or right. if they came out a little earlier, they would have definitely been on my radar. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they're. I, I and I think they would say this themselves. Their music is pretty cheesy, mm-hmm. but. I, I infectiously so at times I would say I definitely I totally get now why there's love for this band among 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 some people and um, I I can share in a lot of that enthusiasm I think I think so too like, I, I definitely get now too why they would be perfect openers for Blink I think so yeah like uh, they they definitely were they took a lot of the stuff from like things I you know grew up with like Under Oath and Thursday and yeah um, I bet Mark and Matt and Travis probably just got a got a kick out of like look at this band exists like how is mm-hmm. this a thing we yeah have, and it sounds like like people love them and they've been around a while and we have spawned what have we spawned onto the world <laughs> <laughs> it's fun I I I I get it I I think I I really appreciate that uh, this guy 182 uh, thank you for sharing that yeah that was awesome to kind of pick a few songs and I'm definitely going back to that one album because that was yeah that's awesome. gonna be one what was that what was the name of that again besides CC. <laughs> It's funny because the album just has like CC, CC like on huge it, yeah. on the front. Um, it is. Uh, it was 2013, and I remember kind of being common courtesy. Common courtesy. I thought it was kind of exciting and cool that the one thing that I thought was the most pop punky wasn't like their first. Or you know, you might expect that kind of typical arc where they start out this and then they go the weird direction. But it's funny. It seems like they're kind of willing to change a bit, and and maybe there'll be um, uh, another album uh, more in that direction in the future by them. It's just funny because a lot of the, um, like none of their top tracks on Spotify are off that album. So uh, yeah, maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe we're in the. Hopefully they're not like rivers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that was a that was cool. Thanks for sending that in. Um, another one we got here. Um, this is sort of a fan correction sort of uh, situation. This is from. Uh, do you know how to say this? It's Thibut or Thibut or is it like a French name? Uh, it's our French fan. Thibut. Is that how you say that? What? Thibut. T h i t h i b a u t. Thibaut. <laughs> Thibaut. Thibaut. How do you? So I look up right now um, how to pronounce it. Let me see. Thibaut. 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 Like Thibaut. 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 You, you, I thought you're from like the South France and shit. Don't you know this? I said Tebow. That's close <laughs> enough. Tebow. Not Thai butt. Thai butt. Like some fucking American over here can't pronounce this. <laughs> Thai butt. I said, hey, 182 podcast. I'm Tebow, your French fan. Uh, and he's uh, says there's a much better quality video of Scott playing Carousel on YouTube. And here's a link. So we were kind of making jokes about like, we. Were, I think we were watching like a, like a shitty version of this video i think it was off like instagram or something right and we were just making yeah it was jokes like if you're, like if you're watching fucking scott rayner play yeah find an iphone and you have a sidekick you find an iphone yeah and so uh this is a lot better quality video so thank you yeah thank you <laughs> um now i feel like i saw it yeah it looks great like and it's cool and it's kind of funny it doesn't even look like scott it's like a little kid up there almost playing drums <laughs> yeah but something he brought up was that 
um, Scott has a band right now in L.A. called The Wraith. The Wraith. The Wraith. Uh, um, that's a, it's a punk band. Number one badass name. That's a good name, actually. Um, and he says you should check them out. And we just put that on our list to check that out and do some further research about The Wraith. Yeah, so uh, next episode we're going to... Uh, we're gonna do a little research and get back to you on on the wraith. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. interested to see. And this one, I, I looked on their Facebook. I'm like frankly pretty stoked because this is one of the members who is responsible. One of the three people responsible for Cheshire Cat, Buddha, mm-hmm. Dude, um, Ranch. Dude Ranch. I mean, fucking great music. You, they came to conquer Uranus. Yeah, uh, Mutt. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like what? Uh, what are some of the other songs that were on Enema that Scott had originally recorded? Um, so there's some on those demos. I think Dumpweed. Okay. And Dysentery Gary. Yeah, probably. But anyway, like I'm interested to hear. We haven't listened to this yet because it. But we have it. Have it bookmarked right now. Take a look at the Wraith. Yeah. So and it's funny. It's the French fan that's uh, sending this stuff, and you know, LA's seriously like ten hours away from here. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know about this? Like, yeah, because like I'm in no position to be like, hey, do you know about this like sweet French band that yeah. like, this uh, this one member splintered off and became a member of? <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. So thank you, Thaiboot. Yeah, I said that thigh right. Butt. I think it's thigh butt. Thigh butt. <laughs> no, sorry, we've been calling you thigh butt. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm stoked to check that out. Yeah, awesome. Like, uh, yeah, thanks, and thanks for showing us that because I really appreciate having a better quality <laughs> version of that. Uh, so another email we got was um, from our boy Owen Coburn, and he even put his uh, his name in here phonetically. I saw that so, he said for you, Ryan, <laughs> because I would another person I can't pronounce is is it's spelled Cockburn. So we had thigh thigh, <laughs> thigh butt and Cockburn emailing us right now. Right, well, no, we didn't, but we were pronouncing them that way. <laughs> we, so we, Coburn, <laughs> we just you know we see what we want to see, Ryan. And it's funny, these guys, are, you know, we got these Europeans sending us, he's from London. I, I, I think I've said this before on the show, like, the further you are from where <laughs> I'm at, the more excited I am that you're writing in. Like, and I, I'm sorry, like, if, if there's, like, a Portland listener who writes in, like, awesome, that's cool, I do appreciate you, but, like, I'm going to be way more stoked about the French guy or, like, the Indonesian or whatever, you know, like, the farther we can get from here, the better. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just a coincidence I linked the French and the English guy uh, together on the, in the list of emails here. Oh, yeah. Is that the theme you're going for, Ryan? <laughs> Foreigners. <laughs> Goddamn redcoats. Um, anyway. Oh, man. Can we bring that back? Like super anti-British uh, sentiment. <laughs> Fucking redcoats. Lobster backs. Lobster backs. <laughs> <laughs> it's our country now. Anyway. Oh, what's the letter say, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a thing? Wasn't that one? <laughs> I don't know. Was that, was that not a... <laughs> I do remember a revolutionary war term. I think it was. I think I'll have to dig in the archives. <laughs> Should I make sure? Lobster backs. Lobster backs. Noun. British soldier, so called because of his red coat, <laughs> especially during the American Revolution. Oh my God. I've never heard that term. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how I pulled that out, but sorry, Owen Coburn. All right. So I check it out. So what he says, 
I thought this was a really cool question. If you're still listening, Owen. Yeah, if you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really cool question. I've, I like stuff like this. This is kind of like, and this is speaking of Scott. Um, after your conversation about Scott Rayner, Renor, or whatever the fuck, he he put it Rayner. I think so it's I pronounced thigh butt. Yeah, <laughs> Scott thigh butt. I was wondering if Scott hadn't listened to anything past Enema. Okay. So he definitely probably heard Enema because I remember him even talking about uh, he thought Adam's song was a good song. Nice. Um, what three songs would you choose to show Scott post Enema and why? All the best, your friend from London. Owen Coburn. Great question, Owen. Uh, so first, you got to go Man Overboard, right? Yeah, right. That's a good one. I wasn't thinking that one, but yeah. Well, that's like, I mean. He had to hear that one. Maybe. That that, well, that was from uh, Enema Era. That was from like Dude Ranch to Enema Era. But they didn't, they certainly did not have the lyrics uh, yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'd want to show him that because um, if you're not familiar, it's it's about him. <laughs> it must it has to be about him. Yeah, it's it's um you know, pretty much everyone said it's about him. They kind of like reference the songs about like having to abandon someone cuz they're drunk all the time and something similar to that <clears throat> happened with Scott. So I'd want to show him that and just be like, do you like does this do you think this is fair, you know? Like do you think like this is a dick move? Like are they exaggerating or they, or would you yeah. be like, yeah, you know, sour grapes, you know, and all that, but like Whatever. Well, you have to also go with feeling this. Feeling this, you'd say. Well, so yeah, why? Why you, you just lo- loaded out on feeling this earlier? I did. I blew my load on it. Yeah. Uh, so well, why? Why would that be one of the three? I think that's like the next. That was like the next evolution of Blink. So you you kind of be like that. Let's show them their next sort of like all the small leap, things, like or the peak leap, or like, yeah, they're like the leap of faith kind of song. Kind yeah, because that that song doesn't sound like anything else. Like even musically, like there's no yeah. band sounds like that. So. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good, um, that's a good choice. That I feel like that would be a good like see what it became. Or I miss you, maybe. Yeah, that was going to be my choice. Is I miss you, um, because I think that was their most or one of their most popular singles. He had to hear that too. And but it was this just, is interesting if he didn't hear anything. So yeah, and I and I was just that would be one that I. It's so different that I'd be really curious what he thought of it. And if he, um, that's a good choice. It, it yeah. seemed to like, I get the sense from what little interviews there were that he has the kind of feeling that blink went in a more sellout direction and he wanted to go into more like do whatever we want. And I'd be curious what he, th- he would think of something like I miss you because on the one hand it's more pop. Uh, but on the other hand, it's not lazy. Like it takes more effort to mm-hmm. do that, you know, than it did to do some of their other stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd be curious just what he, what he kind of thinks of that. That's a good third one. The the so the the third one I think you got to go one off uh, California. You think so? I would go parking lot because I and just for the reason that this is so if I sat you know de-ice so Scott he's I'm I'm warming up his cryogenic chamber um, that he was put into <laughs> in 1999 as soon as he left Blink. He's been thought out because I guess you know maybe he needs to drum. Um, Travis <laughs> what is still alive. Year is it? Travis is never going to die. He's going to keep drumming, but they just need t- two drummers on stage, and uh, they got to thaw Scott out. Okay, so did Man Overboard? It's a song about you. Sorry, Scott. Um, then wow, feeling this. Look what they did. All right, so now here's their newest song, Parking Lot. That and that's kind of like where I'd go with that. I would probably go with Cynical. Cynical. So why why cynical? Uh, we've kind of covered this on the flo- on the on the show before, but it has the three really distinct parts of the so- of the yeah. of the new Blink of Blink two point Yeah, like Tom's gone. This song's probably about him. Yeah, he might get some satisfaction too, knowing that 
the band also wrote a song about Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I mean, this is kind of an off tangent, but I've been kind of going back to California a little bit lately. And like the, the album, not the state, just some sporadic. <laughs> yeah, the state. <laughs> and songs like um, Teenage Satellites and like Left Alone and stuff are like become some of my favorites off the album, I think. So Left Alone is one that for me always was. Yeah. I think that's, that's, uh, that, that to me sounds like the most self titled one out of, out of all. Yeah, of I think so too. But like it's become even more like there yeah. were ones that sometimes I was just like, eh. What, what about it do you think is kind of, uh, digging, digging their claws in? I don't know. Just like listening to them and, uh, I mean, it's, I'll maybe come back to be more specific, but yeah. it's just, um, are you feeling left alone? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just like I think stuff like something like yeah. teenage satellites. The only yeah. thing for me that just doesn't really work is I just don't like the term teenage satellites for some reason. But um, I think it's about it's a self-referential song about themselves, and yeah. I think I like that a lot about it. And yeah. it, um, I think that like one really they're not comes teenagers, together. but they're just like constantly orbiting around teenagers yeah. Yeah. in their careers. Yeah, and I think it fits, and I think it's a cool. It's like a really well-made song and yeah. really well done, and um, it's sticking out t- t- for me more often. But, nice. but yeah, I, I think this the Scott uh, Rayner question is awesome, and um, I'm wondering what else. What like I think that'd be this Here's is a one good thing one to throw the, out to people. It's not in the, it's not in there. It's one I would want to do one more, and I would want to add a fourth one, and it would be an Angels and Airwaves song. <laughs> I really would want to show um and probably Which like one? not necessarily the. I would want to show not the adventure. No, I wouldn't want to just be like, here's its best face. I would want to, I wouldn't want to be like, here's the worst one either, but I would want to show him one that's like representative of like, I just wanted to get an idea of what Angels and Airwaves was. Distraction? Yeah, maybe <laughs> distraction. Um, I was thinking just picking a song at random off of the Love albums, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't, whichever, Saturday Love, that one. Um, <laughs> anxiety, you know, um, and just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to hear what Scott has to say on that how he feels about it yeah too bad too sad i do like uh i still lots always play sirens i don't know off, yeah off. oh and there uh i think the Dreamwalker's is great i think it's a good album <laughs> but uh i don't know anything else about the scott question that was great yeah no i i just uh i hope that would be fun to actually do someday you know it'd be it'd be really interesting to hear his his yeah and i think that's a good question to like throw out to people to like if you could do this, um, like what, what's the three songs you would t- tell uh, tell Scott or show Scott, want Scott to see? I can't even talk. Cut all that out. I just said I'm going to re-say what I just wanted to say. <laughs> we should throw that question out. I think that's a good one for people to bring up. You know, What's the three songs you would uh, show Scott? So Scott has been cryogenically frozen immediately after the recording of the demo for Anima of the State. <laughs> Uh, he's just been thought out. Emergency. What happened to my old band? Uh, what year is it? Travis. It's it's another situation like Australia. They just they can't fly out Travis, and then also they can't get the Bad Religion guy to do it. So Ilan Rubin is still like with Tom's camp. So only option: unfree Scott Rayner. <laughs> uh, you gotta show him three Blink songs to get him up to speed. Which three <laughs> do you go with? Cool. Um, yeah. So comment in on that i think and well if anybody responds which i mean who will but if anybody does we'll say it on the show next week during the mailbag segment <laughs> um so, so i have one more email oh there's one more letter back there huh? one more letter um it's kind of a long one he even re- references that's an essay but he says um a little bit of a naysayer 
on um, parking lot. This is what he says. He says, hey, Mike and Ryan, my name is Kyle. Longtime listener of the podcast and a huge Blink fan. I thought I'd provide a, a few level-headed gripes I had with parking lot. I'll preface by saying I'm a big Skiba fan and even have was before he joined Blink. But California just wasn't quite my jam. However, Cynical, Bored the Death, and San Diego are killer songs. So, you know, yeah. I can see that. It's not for everybody, but yeah. I, he likes some of the best songs on it. Yeah, totally. So now Nothing goes, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. First off, I like the intro. It's different for Blink, but it stays true to the Blink formula with its brevity and simplicity. Brevity. Brevity. What did I say? Brevity. <laughs> I think you also um, said you can see preface instead of preface. <laughs> preface? Preface? Where did, where did he even say that? You can see I can't read. and uh, well, That's why you're reading the mailbag. <laughs> Yeah, he says I love Matt's vo- uh, Matt's verse. This is a completely unadulterated screamy skiba. It's what I thought California lacked most. The fact that this, um, they had I this actually in- totally agree with that. I agree too. Yeah. Uh, the fact they had this incredible singer that has an edge previously unheard of in Blink, and they just layered his vo- his vocals with effects. Yeah. On the bright side. This verse has the signature urgency, signature urgency that Skiba is known for in his delivery. I also believe that they utilize Matt's vocal pow, um, prowess, prowess more in the deluxe album, and I'm excited for that. Um, I believe they will, he says. So um, that's I agree totally 100% because um, we talked about it that sometimes you can't even tell if it's Matt or Mark singing, especially the first time we heard Bored to Death. Right. Um, and, and it, which isn't indicative of like, their actual voices. Like if you hear their voices together unprocessed, they're different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree totally. That's what's awesome about this song. Um, but now he goes on to the gripes. He says that chorus. Ugh. I think that thing, uh, I think the thing that bothers me most about this chorus is that, um, it is from a Californian's perspective right after Matt just saying about growing up in Chicago. It's a continuity thing. Who's this guy's name? This is Kyle. Kyle. Uh, I get, I get, I get what he's maybe, but here's the, like, they're in LA now. Yeah. Like what's the, what's the line? Like we're forgotten kids of suburbia out on the streets of California. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they are. Yeah. 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 True. But this is what he's, he's remembering about like, and that's like the connective tissue of this song and the band is is california and the theme of the album and the name of the album are all the same so it's not like california came out of nowhere yeah it's not like like skiba lives in la mm-hmm. true so, well this is what he says about this he okay. says um and i just get the impression that mark wrote the chorus and told skiba to sing it it just makes the song feel disjointed um conceptually maybe he doesn't know that skiba lives in la I, maybe not. i don't know it doesn't it, it, maybe he's just talking about the continuity of the song um it doesn't improve on this musically, in my opinion. Mark's verse just kind of clumsily appears and, uh, and brings the flow and energy of the song to a grinding halt. We finally have unhinged Matt behind, um, behind a breakneck tempo, and Mark's verse just kind of lazily dribbles out of his mouth. Sad, wrong, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and yeah, no, I definitely get. I get where this guy's coming from. Um, but I just, I think to me, the song is like the verses are kind of like reflecting on their youth. And then what's cool is the, 
and they're different, right? Like Matt has it, we talked about, and uh, like Matt has his own perspective and Mark has his own perspective. But in the chorus, when both of them are singing, it's the same thing all the time. And it's about how they're like in California. And it's kind of this cool thing that works with their own lives and the album that they were both kind of astray in their own way. And they've ended up in this one place, California, yeah, yeah, a yeah. metaphor maybe for the band, you know, even, um, so it works for me, I think, in the theme of the song. Yeah, and also, like, I think we talked about it before that, like, Mark's verse is way different, and it's... It doesn't come off to me as, like, like, like he's... I love it. It's one of my like, favorite parts of the song. Yeah, it's, da, 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 it, it's definitely slowed down, but to me it makes up for it. It, it still sounds energetic because even though it's, it's kind of... Um, I don't know if it's slower, but even though it's more mellow, there's little vocal flourishes, you know, like in the whoa and and uh, yeah, it becomes kind of a Beach Boys song. Yeah, right? yeah, like you were saying, a Beach Boysy kind of vibe. Um, I, I like. I mean, I know we're we're not trying to shit on this dude or anything, but he brings yeah. up good points. But it's not what I uh, yeah how I interpreted it really. Yeah, um, I um I definitely though I. I I, uh, I it seems a repeated criticism of the song is that in some shape or form it's disjointed and I think admittedly it is like it is a kind of fractured song and I think for me it works with the lyrics and the themes that it's kind of this patchwork um, backgrounds coming together to you know be a part of something bigger kind mm-hmm. of so so in that context it makes sense it's a little little scattered and that there are distinct kind of chunks to the song yeah to me those distinct chunks come together really just like America great. you know <laughs> uh, we are a melting pot no uh, the, the patchwork the quilt is Canada the quilt or do we used to be a quilt and now we're uh, a, a, a stew Canada's America's pot. hat <laughs> Yeah, um, but, he, but he, he, this is like this to finish this off. He says, I don't really care for the nom, the nom, 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 eh, We all do, I think. Um, but I expected them, so I wasn't really too let down, and I'm largely indifferent towards the gang vocals. And he, that means he doesn't like them. Right? I think he just means he doesn't care one way oh, or okay. the other. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of like, that's one of the only parts I'm not nuts yeah. about. So this guy obviously did not, like, he's not like, I went in to hate it or anything. Yeah, he says, and, he and says it doesn't seem like he's being entirely negative of it, but it just seems like he has some. Yeah, he says he just wanted to present a few different arguments in a relatively mature way. <laughs> and, um, which is true, because, yeah. I mean, everyone, there was kind of like, even on the, I noticed in the Blink Reddit, there was like a, a pinned post about like the rules of the subreddit because people are being like really trolly. That's a bummer. And I mean, that sucks. That's like the yeah. internet, I guess. Yeah, I mean it, it's, it's 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 easy. To, it's it's not hard to disagree with someone and and but also be polite and nice to them. Yeah, and I think it's um, people just need to be reminded about it. And it's kind of like a thing where people are passionate about this band, and it's like they're you know if you're wrong, then you're just you're, yeah. you're or you're you're indifferent. It's almost like this whole country and the politics right yeah. now and stuff. You know something? Like, I feel like we used to hear all the time in like 2000, the early 2000s, when the internet was kind of first like mainstream. That like constantly being reminded, like remember, just because you're on the internet, it's anonymous, doesn't mean you can be mean. To, like be nice <laughs> to everyone; they're real people. And I feel like we kind of stop. Eventually, the internet was so we just take it for granted, and we don't really think about things like that anymore. And maybe like we should again. Like I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe I don't know. Because everyone's just like a dick now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everywhere. And I mean, we're not trying. I mean, it's 
it's too bad. It's sad. Like I don't know what to to do about it. Really, it's like you're almost. It's it's getting bigger and bigger. Just don't be dicks. That's how. Yeah. Just don't be dicks. I think that's the only way. And the thing is, disagree with people. But yeah, just. Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to disagree. Uh, who's the who, so who's that guy? Sorry, who? This just, is Kyle. Kyle, fuck you, Kyle. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he has one little thing too. Oh, okay. Too. Okay. Okay. So we put out there that uh, we've been um, started kind of a new thing where we want to play like people's music and stuff. Oh, show. this was Kyle? This is Kyle. <laughs> oh, Kyle, you're cool. I forgot. I didn't know this is Kyle. This is the Kyle. I'm going to... Maybe parking lot isn't that good. I need to reevaluate. <laughs> yeah, we need to... Parking lot sucks. <laughs> um, he said that he's in a ba- punk band called Bad Nostalgia from Colorado. Great name. That's great. And it says, we're all blinkers for sure. And attached, he attached a, a new song from an EP that they're working on called Damn It, Devin. So this is Bad Nostalgia, the EP's Damn It, Devin? Well, that's the name of the song. Name of the song. Yeah, it's an EP they're working on currently uh, for this band, uh, Bad Nostalgia. And uh, he just offered to let us play on the show. And Yeah, we checked it out, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's you, so good. Yeah, make sure, uh, check them out. They have a band camp. It's badnostalgia.bandcamp.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know you didn't like Parking Lot, dude, but I do like this song a lot. And uh I was. We were just talking about how like that last guitar riff toward the end of the song yeah. is like straight out of like uh, take off your pants and jacket yeah, and yeah. stuff and not not just a blink riff but a specifically like a take off your pants and jacket kind of riff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a reckless abandon kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's good shit and it's funny because it's like I don't know who's the vocals, but it's right up my alley of like stuff I've been listening to lately and stuff, and uh, I'm excited to hear more about it. So nice. Well, you just said something about a good shit. I know anytime I finish a good shit, uh, something I, I feel like the well, fir- you wipe first and then you put your pants back on. Mm-hmm. 